I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Bring, bring it bring it to the bank. Hello and welcome back to the EPL Roundtable. I'm your host, Kevin DeVries, and as always, if you'd like to reach us at the podcast, you can do so by either tweeting us at EPL Roundtable or emailing us at EPLRoundtable at gmail.com. All right, we are here with an Arsenal update joined by Dan Fitzpatrick, you can find on Twitter at the underscore jersey underscore fits. Dan, a pleasure having you on, and I'm sure it's a pleasure being on considering some of your recent business. Of course, you get the Donny Ceballos loan over the line, beating other people that were trying to demand um, purchase options in the deal arsenal said no that's okay we'll just take him for the year see if we can't work out a kovacic thing at the back end you also bring in in air quotes uh william saliba a really talented center back that is going back on loan to france and then kind of the the crown jewel here being announced today is the signing of former Lille winger nicolas pepe who was fantastic um in league uh, last season i'm sure everyone has seen contributed to more goals than everyone but mbappe in the french league last season uh so we'll kind of start in reverse order here let's start off with pepe because it was such a, a a huge get for arsenal you know he, he was allegedly destined for bayern for the majority of the season they were poking around psg were trying to get him but Lille didn't want to sell to them how do you think Arsenal managed to to sneak in there and then with a huge 80 million offer when there were reports that Arsenal had so little money? Uh, in terms of taking him from other clubs, it kind of makes sense that he would go to us um, just based on playing time. And we do have a good history of French players, um, specifically French wingers. Um, but the fact that we had the money to do it, I, I had no idea. I was completely blown back by the fact that this happened. There were some vague links over the summer and i guess i didn't see this at the time but i saw after that um there were some demarzio reports the day before um david ornstein announced or tweeted it he obviously didn't announce things but um i was totally shocked i woke up looked at my phone saw arsenal are going to sign nicholas Pe- or arsenal agreed terms with leal for nicholas pepe and just could not believe it um completely blew me out of the water um and he's a great player um very, very exciting really something we lacked um while we have lots of good attacking players um, outside of a bombing. They're all very slow and really no one on our team is particularly dribbling. No one where we did not have real, anyone to really take players on from wide or really anywhere. Um, and he's a huge addition. I, I've not watched a lot of him particularly other than highlights. Um, I've read a bit on him though. He seems um, of our recent players, I'd say closest comparison is Alexis Sanchez. Um, Obviously, don't expect that kind of production from him immediately, but just in the fact that he's a winger, cuts inside, um, takes lots of risks, tends to give the ball away a lot, but also does lots of very, very good things with the ball. Um, and he does actually seem to be quick, whereas Alexis was all kind of first step burst. He actually seems to be able to keep that speed across like four or five steps, um, which is really nice because we've been a very, very slow team out of the wings outside of um, when Aubameyang played there and Bellerin steaming down from fullback. 
Yeah, I actually um, covered the uh, Lille PSG match where if PSG would have won the match, they would have won the title, but instead lost 5 1. Um, and Nicolas Pepe was just a menace to the PSG backline that entire match. Um, and, and I think, you know, sometimes it's hard to, to scout talent in France because there's a lot of it. Um, but sometimes you're questioning the, the level of opposition. But seeing him show up in a match against PSG that would have won PSG the title and just disrupting them in that kind of way uh, was really a signifier to me of the kind of player he was, both um, ability and mentality. Uh, so definitely a signing that I'm jealous of. Kind of a trend this summer. Uh, I kind of alluded <laughs> to it in the intro. Danny Ceballos uh, looked for a very long time like he'd be heading to Tottenham. Um, we demanded a uh, option to purchase, and it sounded like they were okay with that until Arsenal came in and said, we're okay with not doing that. And then Madrid were like, great, <laughs> well then here you go. Uh, rumors of loan fees um, in varying ranges, so don't want to really lend too much credence to that without knowing an actual price. But regardless, uh, what do you make of bringing, uh, I almost just said Kovacic because of how similar the situation is. Uh, what do you make of bringing in Danny Ceballos to the club? Um, it's another good signing. Um, very happy with it, even if we don't have the option to buy. Um, quite frankly, good bodies in midfield are always good. Um, we have Torreira, Guendouzi, Xhaka, but um, Xhaka is flawed. And Guendouzi, while I rate him extremely highly, is still young. Um, having Ceballos to just kind of play, or play lots of minutes and be able to keep everyone fresh, as well as just being a very, very good midfielder, is extremely Nice. Um, my one worry is that um, Emery may try and play him as a 10 as opposed to an 8. I would much prefer to keep him uh, deeper in midfield to have him uh, both dribble from deep and pass from deep as opposed to try and be like the main creator. Um, hopefully that doesn't happen, but regardless, I'm happy with the signing. Um, ideally, we can uh, go and work something out to buy him at the end of next season if it works out. But if if at the worst case, I mean, it's not the worst case, but if if we just say use him this season, don't get him back next season, but gets in the Champions League, it is more than worth it. Um, so yeah, very happy with the signing. Yeah, obviously both of these players will be getting forward in attack, though. Regardless of where Ceballos starts the match, he will drive forward if he's playing as a six, or just be up there if he's playing as a ten. What do you think the formation would look like next season with both Ceballos and Pepe in the eleven? Um. So my expectations were going to go back to Emery's traditional four-two-three-one. Um, so it depends on where he plays Ceballos. Um, let's say if with Ceballos is an eight, let's say Torreira uh, Ceballos with and then it behind um, probably Aubameyang wide, Ozil at ten, and Pepe on the other wing with Lacazette up top. I think that's my expectation. Um, and if Ceballos plays at ten, just take out Ozil, put Ceballos at ten, and put one of Guendouzi or Xhaka in for a. Uh, Ceballos. Yeah, it'll certainly be interesting to see how all those pieces fit in. Just uh, Aubameyang's play on the wing could be questioned. I'm not really sure if yes, you want Pepe it could on, be. It on the could be. left. Maybe you switch them and just play it Aubameyang even less comfortably just to get the best out of Pepe. Uh, it, it'll just be really interesting to see how all those pieces fit in. But unlike last season where it was like, well, we don't have a winger, so how about Awobi or Maitland-Niles? You know, this, this is a much better problem to have, I assume, uh, from an Arsenal fan perspective. Yeah. Very much so. Yeah, I kind of imagined. Um, then there has been another big signing in William Saliba, another player um, that Tottenham were allegedly interested in, some debating whether or not that was just pushing up the price. Um, but regardless, 
great for Arsenal to get in such a young, talented center back. Um, give him another year of experience back in France before bringing him into the club. He is still very young, and as we all know, def- defense is usually the position that ages the slowest. Um, just development takes a little bit longer because you need that kind of eyes in the back of your head thing that uh, only comes with experience. Um, but like I said, very highly rated. Yeah, yeah, yeah Pip. Crosstown rivals, pardon the Americanisms, to get him as well. Uh, are you excited to, for that to kind of be a developing trend this summer? And what do you make of the player and, and the signing on the whole? Yes, assigning young players um, just to kind of take punts and hope they work out um, is something I've wanted us to do for a couple of years. And we haven't done it. I'm very excited to get him. He, as you say, is very, very young. He's 18, doesn't turn 19 till March. Um, so very excited to get get him um keeping him away from spurs is even better um but we need we need desperately need a center back to come good at some point uh in the near future and hopefully he's the one um i, I can't say i've watched much of him um at saint etienne but quite frankly get that many minutes um as an 18 year old and i guess some of the season as a 17 year old is pretty incredible um so just by that i have high hopes yeah as we said he's not going to be here this year this is one for the future Come, I know this is a while off, but come 2020, do you think the partner for him is already in-house, or do you think you'll go back to the market to find somebody to either grow with him or to mentor him? Um, whether I think the ideal partner for him is in-house, I'd say probably not. Um, I don't know whether we will go back out in for another center back immediate, or next season, but um, I do not think we, it would hurt us to do so, because um, I... We have to see Rob Holding when he gets back from his uh, ACL injury, but I, especially considering he's coming off an ace, a serious injury, uh, I'm not really sure I'm convinced he's one of the center backs for the future, um, even less so of Callum Chambers. Uh, uh, Mustafi is awful and needs to leave, and Socrates is old. And, and he's had, he had a rough to leave. Yeah, we're just going to not mention Kashelmi because he's just not going to be used this season, it looks like. Mm. Um, Emery has basically said there's no way back for him. Um, you know, We'll see if that actually is the case, but it's not looking great for Kashelmi, which is very sad because he was our best center back last season, and he's been a great servant for the club for many, many years. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. 
In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Yeah, not, not to delve too much into this, and you just said you weren't going to talk about it, but what did you make of the kind of war of the managers with Emery kind of coming out and saying there's not a way back, but then Wenger saying that Koscielny was never anything other than just like a really seasoned, level-headed pro? Yeah, um, so I'm assuming, obviously I don't know, I'm not in Lauren Koscielny's camp or Arsenal's camp, but I'm assuming what is the case is um, all of the league gun clubs who have apparently lined up to sign him are offering him multi-year deals, um, but will not offer him that with with they have to pay a transfer fee. So he's, as an old player coming off a serious injury should do, is trying to secure a multi-year deal and as much money as possible. Um, and he just... He wants to get that deal, which Arsenal are not going to, going to give him, but they won't just let him go for free, and it's become messy. Um, I don't know. I obviously have no idea how hard he's pushed, but enough to not come on the plane, so pretty hard, to, to the America tour, so pretty hard. Um, it's a reasonable thing by Emery to do. Um, it does kind of kill any any negotiating power we have in a possible sale, but... I'm not sure there was that much money to be made anyway. As we say, he's quite an old center back coming off a serious injury. Um, so it sucks. Uh, it's not a fun situation. It's not something I enjoy. Um, but it's happening, and um, I don't know if it will be resolved by the end of the window. Um, I would like to think so, but I do not know. Yeah, he, he's a potential out. You also mentioned Mustafi, who has not covered himself in glory since joining Arsenal. He's allegedly also near the exit, which I'm sure some Arsenal fans will be delighted by. What's your take on those potential out rumors? And again, does does that mean somebody is coming in or is it just ship, ship him out, see what happens with the uh, holding in chambers in 2019-20? Um, so I would I know David Ornstein um, tweeted in all in like one wild string of tweets that was a day um that uh arsenal were both looking to ship on mustafi and then they were looking to bring in another center back this window um but there have been i don't think any links um not that i've seen definitely not consistent ones um for a center back this window so we'll see if that actually happens um if i had to bet i'd bet no considering there's just not that much time left and there hasn't been a lot of noise um so yeah, if if Mustafi leaves, if again gun to my head, I'm probably saying it's um, there's no one replacing him. But we'll see if that actually holds up to be the case. Do you think that if he left and you didn't get a replacement, that your defense would be better next season, regardless? Um, probably. I'm gonna say yes. Yeah, um, right. And, and, it's a I mean, hard thing really to calculate, a... but I'm gonna say yes. Yeah, and, and for me, I'm actually not sure it's that close, which is really just a condemnation of his time at Well, more just if people get hurt, and then, because we would only have, Holdings not back for a while, um, Socrates is uh, fine. Um, and then you're and then Chamber you bringing Koscielny from the cold just because yeah, you don't d- have bodies. Yeah. yeah. And it looks like um, Christian Bielik is on his way out of the club, um, and I think Mavropanos has been looking to be loaned out, and I don't think there are any other center backs um, outside of that. Outside. Um, so it would be a matter of whether someone gets hurt. We are paper, paper thin at the back. Um, I guess Monreal could step in, but he's not really a good center back in a two. He's really only good in a three. Right. And you aren't going to play three center backs when you have injured center backs. That's yeah, right. that would be quite counterproductive. <laughs> <laughs> 
So not how that works. Um, another uh, deal that is allegedly in the works and would be a fantastic one and is another one that I'd be jealous of you getting uh, is Kieran Tierney, of course, playing his trade currently uh, in Scotland. Um, has, has had his career a little bit slowed, his trajectory a little bit slowed by injury, but a fantastic talent nonetheless. Uh, allegedly getting closer. You've had multiple bids rejected, but you keep going back in for him. Do you think you'll be able to seal this one before anybody else starts trying to stick their noses in? Um, just based on all the noise, um, I'd say I'm not like extremely confident of it. But if I have to give you an answer, I think it gets done. Um, kind of like you know, 60, 40. Um, think it gets done. Don't think it gets done. Um, we desperately need a left back, even more than a center back. Um, our current left backs are Monreal, who is totally washed. Um, and Klasnich, who has not give, not shown any sign that he can play anywhere outside of left wing back. Um, as an actual left back, he's been not good. Um, so any any improvement at left back is a significant one. Um, Tierney would be fantastic, even if the injuries aren't ideal. Um, it'd still be a huge upgrade. And I would like that. That'd be nice. I would like an upgrade at left back. Yeah, like you said, Kolasinac as a left wing back when there's a back three, he plays very well. But just when he just has to sit back, what, 10, 15 yards deeper? Just not so much. Why do you think that is? Uh, lack of cover. And he's mostly good going forward. Um, even uh, Yeah, he's going forward than he is back, which is funny considering the size of him. And everyone, you know, when you see someone that big, you um, as a defender, you usually expect him to be good at defending. Not the case of Kolasinac. He is... Um, very much a forward-thinking uh, wing back, really, um, not a fullback, uh, which is a shame because it'd be really nice to have a functioning left back. Wouldn't it? <laughs> yes, it'd be great. So, so uh, and especially if if you brought him in, if you want to play Pepe on the left, I mean that's that's a pretty pacey, creative duo, kind of bombing down the left flank that would. Certainly not be a joy for many other sides. Uh, do you think there are any other positions that would be addressed if you bring Tierney in, or do you think that that would be just about close of shop? And as we mentioned, you've already spent way more than most people thought in the first place. Um, as I mentioned earlier, the Ornstein tweet uh, makes me think we could bring in a center back, but as I said earlier, um, gun to my head, I don't think it happens. So yeah, I think Tierney would likely be the last um, incoming signing. Gotcha. Well, with that in mind, what do you think the expectations are from the fan base and internally? Because internally, it seems like you're recognizing that with United struggles last season, Chelsea with a transfer ban bringing in a freshman manager for all intents and purposes, because you know he had his year at Derby, but his first year in the Premier League, with Tottenham having just signed the one player, Liverpool having signed no one. Do, do you think Arsenal are viewing this as their chance to get back into the top four and potentially higher? Yeah, I very much think this is our this is our shot at top four. Um, I, as I said, I don't know how we got how we had the money for Pepe. Um, we've either been playing the media like a fiddle with how much um, money we actually have to spend, or we just said or, um, United and Chelsea will never be weaker. Um, considering Chelsea's squad with Hazard gone and, as you say, a very um, green manager in Frank Lampard, I don't have. I can definitely see their season going very poorly. Um, and with United struggles um, under Solskjaer after the first little new manager bump, um, they are also extremely weak or look extremely weak. Um, so I think I think the calculation is they're never going to look weaker. We're going to overextend ourselves now. 
um, and pray we get to, we don't blow it and get Champions League. Um, I think that's the expectation. Uh, and I think we can meet it. I am relatively confident, even if I don't, even if it's more for um, because of our competition um, than our actual team itself, um, I'm reasonably confident we can get it. I don't know about getting finishing higher. I still think Spurs are very good. Uh, Liverpool are very, very good. I'd be completely shocked um, if we finished above them, despite them having signed no one. Um, so yeah, I think I think we can get fourth. I think fourth, third is probably our absolute ceiling. Uh, I think fourth is what we're looking at, and I think we have a reasonable shot at getting there. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if it's another late one between Tottenham and Arsenal. Just hoping for a Brighton match there towards the, towards the back end <laughs> yeah, of the season. God. Just um, any any away matches, and uh, we're, we're in trouble. But, yeah, uh, although to, uh, be fair, again, to be fair, yeah, Brighton match was home, so it was a Palace one. So true. Anything with any amount of pressure, I guess, is uh, <laughs> is really the issue there. Uh, well, you'd think that with all these incoming players, maybe there would be a mentality shift. Obviously, Sabios has won stuff. Did Lille win something? I want to say they won one of the cups, but I could be mistaken. Don't hold me to that. Um, but anyway, bringing in players um, with at least a hunger because of age and, and a little bit of pedigree, maybe maybe enough to to help push you over that hump. I agree that that I don't think Solskjaer is United's manager by the end of the year, and I think Lampard finally is the manager that gets his time from Chelsea. So definitely agree that there's a window there. What do you think the fan reaction would be? if you got fourth versus if you didn't is fourth enough now for this fan base having now gone without it the past couple of seasons or with the amount of spent, do you think the expectations are higher than that? Uh, fourth absolutely should be the expectation. Um, I, I think it is based on my, you know, circle of Arsenal fans. Um, I think everyone I know would be, um, very happy with fourth and just getting back into the champions league. Um, uh, I, yeah, I don't think anyone is expecting the title and if they are, Oh, I, I got bad news for you, my guy. <laughs> um, so, yeah, um, I think everyone would be pretty happy with fourth um, because we missed out on top four for the last three years. Um, we just need to get back and try and kind of just get a foothold um, in being a Champions League club again, which um, is, is hilarious considering the reasons that um, people want to person figure out for so long. But uh, it's it's reality now. So, you know, that's just kind of how it is. Yeah, and then I'll just kind of wrap with an Unai Emery question because I know you were not a fan last year at times questioning whether or not he should be retained for this year. Do you think that you are building a squad that Emery can get the best out of and that the squad can get the best out of Emery? Or do you still kind of view him on a knife edge long term as Arsenal's manager? Um, I think this is probably a better squad for him and just not having to be in this first year is probably um, will make it easier for him. Um, I think if he get, uh, I don't know. I think if he gets top four, he'll stick around. Um, but if he if he doesn't, I I pray he's gone. If he if he doesn't make top four, that would be wild. Um, with this with all we spent, with those other yeah, with the squad, with what we spent, and the circumstances. If he doesn't get top four and he stays around, I'll be furious. Um, uh, I'm still not sure he's a, the best long term manager, but um. I guess he's fine. Um, and as I said, I think he'll get a stop four of the season um, just because of the circumstances and the fact that we do have a pretty talented squad. Um, maybe that's just early year optimism, optimism getting the best of me. I don't think it is. Um, so we'll see how it goes. If he gets top four, gut says he'll stick around. Um, or I, um, 
yeah, Gut says he'll stick around. We'll see if that's actually the case. Um, and if he doesn't, he, he just needs to go. Because if he, if he doesn't get it here, what's the point? Like, if, if he's not going to get it in this season, with this squad, with this opposition, he's not going to get it. So why keep him around? Yep. Fair enough. Well, we will wrap things up there. Optimistic of a top four finish is Dan, and I'm sure most Arsenal fans uh, that listen to this show. Uh, I would say best of luck, but I do not want to. Uh, but Dan, <laughs> it's been an absolute pleasure having you on. Congrats on signing so many players and kind of the positivity that doing so brings. And I'm sure we'll speak soon. I hope so, because that would mean good things for Arsenal. <laughs> and I would like that, because it did not many things, not good things happen last year. <laughs> that is true. And that I did like, but we'll leave it there. Thanks so much for coming on, Dan. Thank you for having me on. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.